The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. What's crack-a-lackin', everybody? I am back in the hometown, Lake County, Waukegan, Illinois, Gurney. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, is a home of greatness. We have a lot of athletes, actors, and a lot of people that came from my hometown. I do have to say this. I'm a little ticked off because when I left Arizona, it was about uh, 78 degrees. I came here, and right before Thanksgiving, I'm trying to beat the whole winter rush deal and caught 12 inches. And uh, inches of snow, I need to clarify that. For those of y'all that might be a little funny, 12 inches of snow. I mean, some people get down a different way. Hey, if that's you, that's you. But anyway, uh, so we're here. I'm going to have a whole, whole bunch of guys from the hometown family. I'm going to have my brother here, straight comedian, a fool. Y'all have heard him oh, on the other show <laughs> with uh, Darnell. So, hey, get ready to laugh, have some fun uh, before you get your turkey on, because this is going to be your ad workout, because I know half of y'all are going to be sitting there getting full, throwing up, all that stuff, farting, blowing up people's toilets. That's what y'all do. Maybe not in my man cave, though. So anyway, uh, we're up in, up in the first, the, one of my favorite places when I come home. If you ever look for me, you got to stop in the bottom line. Uh, Barbershop is in Gurney by Six Flags Great America. So those of y'all that's not from here, you know, hit, hit us up. We'll tell you where, where it is. Uh, you'll see Rob, the Bears Barber, Booney, Macalicious. We got Quaylen, the Songbird, and everybody. We got everybody up in here kicking it. So, uh, uh, Pastor Randolph, correct? So, so, yeah. So, hey, we have a lot, lot of celebrities up in the house, and uh, you never know who comes in. Rob, what's the word? You have a particular people that usually. It's where particular people go. <laughs> and well, hey, let's get that again. One, two, three. You're in the city. All right. See, y'all ain't going to get this flavor anywhere else. I'm sorry. It's something about Chi-Town, Arizona. I love you. That is home. I can walk around with my gun and not get arrested and all those other things. Hey, love it. Chicago's a little different. I might have to duck and hide and stuff like that, freeze. But, I mean, it's nothing about the, like, the flavor, the cuts and stuff like that. And I ain't going to even lie. I'm trying to get one of these bottom lines up in Arizona. I don't even have hair. I just come in. Get my beard shaped up, had the combo. You never know who walks in. Last week we had a, uh, some pro bowlers and all that in the house. So, um, but real fast, I have uh, Edwin Wilson of uh, Four Grand Entertainment. Talk about what's going to happen this week, Ed. And I got to let y'all know, Ed is fam. So uh, go ahead, Ed. 
Hey, what's happening, everybody? It's the much-weighted and highly-anticipated event of the decade we're about to do here. Uh, we're going to do it live uh, Friday night at the uh, Dog Pound, Waukegan, Illinois. Well, we're going to have four powerhouse high schools doing their thing out so, there. So what's your, it's going to be in the main gym, Waukegan It's going to be at the Dog Pound. Now, so for those of you who don't know, this is one of the most historic buildings for basketball in the state of Illinois. Yes. I mean, it takes you back to feeling like you're in Hoosiers. And there's been some great talents that have uh, raced that court. Uh, and I have to say I'm a little partial to one team, uh, Waukegan West Raiders. They up in house and they do what they do. Now, mm-hmm. the Bulldogs, uh, we have the Waukegan Bulldogs, uh, the North Chicago Warhawks, and the Zion Benton ZBs. So, uh, but go ahead and tell a little bit yeah. more about the event. Well, like I said, you know, it's, it's going to feature four powerhouse high schools. Uh, the first game, we're going to kick off like around about 630 where we feature the Zion Benton ZBs against the mighty North Chicago Warhawks doing their thing. And, uh, you know, it's, that's going to be one great game. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that game. Okay, so right now I know it's been – I've been hearing the word on the streets it's hard to get tickets and stuff. So where do you go to get the tickets? Well, out in the streets it was going to be – it was at the bottom line here in Gurney. Uh, tickets I've been hearing, they've been selling like left and right. I mean, as soon as they get them in their hand, they right up out of there. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to commend all the fellas here at the bottom line for selling these tickets. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you know, a great thing to have people coming and helping out with this event. So big shout out to the bottom line for doing this. And, um, you know, uh, we're also selling them on Eventbrite. You know, go to eventbrite.com. And uh, once you go up in there, go to the search engine. I'm sorry, y'all. Paul over here cracking me up, y'all. Uh, and, 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 and Paul... <laughs> He's almost a man around the world that don't need an introduction, but he needs an introduction because yeah, yeah. he's pretty ambiguous. This, he's coaching for a, a team that he didn't even go to, the school he represents. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, Paul is the hype man. He's getting to go and one of the uh, catalysts for this event taking place. Yeah. I mean, I'm in Arizona sitting, waiting on Thursday to see what video Paul is showing at the bottom line. Absolutely. Paul, go, go ahead and introduce yourself to the world. Uh-oh. He's a Gemini. He likes long walks in the beach. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I, I got to start this uh, interview off, may I say, with the mighty, the mighty North Chicago Warhawks. Where do y'all get that from? I mean, I mean what is this? I mean, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken, North Chicago Warhawks have some people like Quincy Miller playing in the NBA right now, has several college basketball players, Division One. All stars, some all college All Americans. I mean, you got. You, I mean, they. Yeah, I mean, weren't they downstate? Downstate four years in a row. But go ahead, Paul. Tell what Keep them what got though. Well, all I have to say is. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> all I have to say is right now that we will be winning this Friday. So what's the rules? I have to ask you this. What was the rules to putting these teams together? Because I'm getting mixed stories. Ed, I mean, for Grand Entertainment, Booney, excuse me, Bryant Duncan, Booney Mac, one of North Chicago's finest. What was the rules? Somebody please engage me on what, what was the rules to getting this uh, team. Let's, let's get this straight. This is an alumni game. That means old school players and stuff like that. But what constitutes old school? Well, we would ask that you would be at least 90, 1990 at the, at the least. Now, if I'm not mistaken. At the Paul, least. 
Paul, don't you have some people on your roster that just graduated? Man, they still in high school, man. They still in high school. Wait, wait. I mean, I'm not talking about the guys that went back and got their GEDs. I'm not talking about the post. Man, they ain't got their driver's license yet. I even got some guys from 1979. So, I mean, how many? How many? What's the youngest man on your roster, Paul? I want to say he's like 31. The youngest player on your right. That that does Ask not make you 1990. Ask me what's the oldest. Wait. About 55 years old. Wait. Wait, 1990? How are you going to be 31? Do the math. 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 Do the Okay, you guys got me. You guys got me. They got me. Folks, they got me in the corner right here. I, I'm, I'm just looking for clarity. I, I want some clarification so when people go, they know what to really expect, things like that. So, I mean, tell me a little bit about your roster. I, I, I want you to be able to defend yourself. Well, here, here at Zion, we play basketball at the age of two. We start from the age of two all the way up to we're 60. We take pride in our sport, whether it be basketball, football, wrestling, or tag on a motorcycle. Wait, did you just say wrestling? <laughs> so so who's on your roster? Talk about your rosters. Well, now I don't even want to disclose it. I'm, I'm humiliated. <laughs> I, I'm hurting right now. We don't mean to hurt your feelings yeah. in the man cave. We'll make it hey, right. Wait, wait, wait. Already sip, you put Zion down. Sip, sip a little bit of that down. water. We're but, champions, so I expect to be the underdog but, right now. But we <laughs> want to know who's on your roster. Okay, I'm going to start off with Ruben Jeffries. Look that so, up. So, if no, you want to Google us. him, he's a, he's a good player. He's 50 years old and slapping the backboard. Need I say any more? <laughs> Who else do you have on the roster? Okay, uh, do I need to call out? I got a guy named Little Rob, Robert Preston. Wait, is, so is his birthday Little Rob? A, well, is this a skating party? <laughs> <laughs> so, so on his birth certificate, it says Little Rob. It says uh, a whole bunch of things on that little birth certificate. <laughs> little Rob, Little Weasel, uh, Little Rob. Well, anyway, he's uh roughly forty-eight years old as well, short, shorter than you, I may add. Uh, <laughs> and he's making a lot of baskets. Too. Wait, did Lil Rob play basketball for Zion? Yes, he did. Okay. So who else do you have? Okay. I have a, another guy, uh, Ricky Parham. That's right. Need I keep going more? Yes, please. Okay. We're, uh, and we're we giving also you a have a current basketball coach for Zion. And who may that be? Bobby Worthington. Big <laughs> dog. You already know. Big dog. I just released it, y'all. I was just hiding. But I let it go. So That's what, right. So what was your salary cap to get your team together? Well, what it was was just basically oh, a couple sandwiches at Chuck Wagon, a famous uh, uh, restaurant you, we go to. Did you share yours? Well, you know, not really, because I'm standing. I'm, I'm sitting at 312 pounds. I'm sitting at 312 pounds, you know. So roughly, I'm not sharing too much of anything. Especially not that pie we got here at the bottom, bottom line here. Well, I, I mean, the person we're waiting to get on, I want to hear uh, from the North Chicago uh, coach, uh, Booney Mac. He's going to come over real fast. He's temporarily bailing some of his guys out right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of banter going on about who, where, and when. We got yeah. a couple minutes. So, That's right. Welcome. Welcome to, welcome to, What's welcome to the bottom line. 
right, so now no, I need to ask you this. Got that right, the did, bottom line. Did you follow the rules putting assembling your team together? You know, I followed the rules until a certain infiltrator came in and changed all the specs of what's going on up in this piece. <laughs> I come find out he got D1 players, uh, D-League players all on his team. I'm like, what's up with that? I heard he was going to local prisons. Is that true? <laughs> I ain't going to disrespect the man like that, but I heard he's going to the to the youth center. Oh, really? In the mural leagues. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So Paul's a hell of a recruiter. It's supposed to be alumni. Okay. Hey, alumni. I was trying to bring some excitement to the game. Can you guys, can I, you guys I, blame I do, me? I do give him that. that. I give him that credit. I want to have some razzle-dazzle. I give him that credit. Some dunking. I give you him know what I mean? So I had to have some okay. razzle-dazzle, too. And okay. What's the minimum amount of people supposed to play? 15. How many they got? 24. <laughs> Is that... I broke it down. I did break it down. Oh, so you took one yeah, guy out? Because that's how we got time. We were down to seventeen. He put his roster on Facebook. Well, most of my guys are took two whole pages. <laughs> it's like you got a whole starting office and starting defense on football playing. So it's a basketball. So game. it's a basketball game. You got an A team and a B team in. Well, my guys is roughly like I said. They graduated nineteen seventy nine. Most of them are fifty five in the fifties, and they're playing hard out there. Well, so we do have to substitute. So we're going to take a break real fast. We're going to uh, touch back with Booney Mac to find out who his roster is. We'll be back. Talk to you in a minute. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. So, before we get back to talking about uh, the game that's going to happen here in Lake County, I did hear it was supposed to be a battle, a dance battle, between Paul and Booney Mac. Is that true? Uh, no, that's not true. It's not true? Because I already beat Paul in the barbershop with the fluky. Oh. 
Did you break it down to you already? It? it was over. Is this true, Paul? It's over. Uh, well, it was over. Fluky. According to what he said, the new dance is called the Fluky, y'all. So we need you guys. I'm going to ask a favor. I'm going to ask you guys to post up your video to our page of y'all dances, so my our, our audience can be judges of the Fluky. What, what, what's your signature move, Paul? You already know. <laughs> Pop locking. Uh oh. So we're going back to 1982. I hear you. I hear you. So getting back to the subject, let's talk about uh, your roster and the other things involved with this uh, takeover weekend. Okay. You know, I'm going to just put my roster out there, little big, you little, little, little tease of what's going to happen to them ZBs when we start passing that ball around them so quick and playing fundamental basketball. Not no one-on-one slapping backboards. That don't get you nothing. You got to put it in the home, dog. We got Ramsley Presley. He be getting stuff slapped. We have Jimbo Cole. No good. Straight getting ripped. We have Skeezy Fraser. Getting put out of paint. He ain't got and no we weight. have a legend from way back. Kenny Amlet will be in the building. That's probably one good. And I got some young boys too that's gonna stop all that trash talking. Mike Simpson, Keith Ford. Okay. You know, let's get some resumes on some of these guys so people just so they know what what you're talking about. Like, well, you know, I've never seen Kenny Emmett play. uh, I probably was a shorty, but I remember from the the legend talk in the street that he was ranked like number two to Isaiah Thomas back in the day. So these dudes are pretty old. Y'all got the EMT waiting on the sideline? I mean, hey, I, I, hey, I, I, I was about to say, hey, y'all got hey, some depends on the sideline? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I, hey, we got all that, but that's what it's about. It's alumni games about having fun. Who sold the tickets? The alumni. The alumni. The alumni. Tickets sold because of the alumni. Turkey tournament like it used to be back in the day. All these old school players. You understand? You know you're from Lake County. Absolutely. You understand? So, I, now I heard you guys are doing some other things, some great things with uh, with this game besides it being entertainment, stuff like that. Um, Ed, why don't you uh, elaborate a little bit what you guys are doing with it? Yeah, okay. Well, um, like I said, you know, we are doing this game, but um, it's coming in. We're, we're partying with a purpose here, and we have three major uh uh, charities coming in helping us out. Uh, we have Toys for Tots. Um, with that, we ask that you bring a a brand new unwrapped toy. Uh, we're going to have a yeah. box set up. Um, we're going to do that. Um, also, we're going to have Shop with a Cop, and that's going to be monetary donation where we ask you to bring in your money, and um, the proceeds will go to a family of four, and you'll go out to go out and shop at Gurney Mills and stuff like that and do some gro- uh, grocery um, I'm sorry, Christmas shopping. And the other one is the uh, Cool Ministries, and that consists of um, non-perishable food items. And uh, it's, it's all for a good good cause. So, you know, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do our thing, but it's all for a good cause. We're partying with a purpose here. And the beautiful thing about all that's going on, a lot of people that are from here, we're all over the country. People are coming back for this. I mean... You know it. I mean, we have people coming... Out of the country, is that true? That's or, right. Or are you yeah. just embellishing? I got guys coming from Paris and Iraq right now. They just landed. They just called me. I'm going to pick them up after the show. So you, you went beyond 
the uh, the bars and stuff. I know they said you was get, got, had some mugs. They got out of work, release and stuff. Yeah, like I that. got all. You good for the community? Well, I had Paul. to bail a couple guys out. Well, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, but but serious though, we do have people coming in as far as Miami, Florida to to Washington D.C., New York. Uh, we Atlanta. got them, we got them coming in from Atlanta. Got them coming in from Hawaii. We have Alaska in the house right now as we speak. Alaska, yeah. I mean, so it, yeah, so you know, it's it's you know. We, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. In my life, I have never heard anybody go "Hey, hey" to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, Matter of right. fact, how many people in here? Besides the person that said, hey, hey, know somebody that live in Alaska. <laughs> One person. Oh, wait, wait, three people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm even more shocked, and I'm not trying to make it a racial thing, but it's three black people that know people from Alaska. Man, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. about to have a big one over here. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, it's well, good. I mean, again, thank you guys for coming on, talking about the game. And we're going to have a whole bunch of different things. Guys, chime in, everybody in the background uh, with the sports stuff because, uh, you know, the main sport, I'm sorry, it's very hard for me to talk about other sports during this time of the year. So football, football's in uh, tomorrow. You know, you, you got the Bears and Packers. and You already know it. And, I mean. Go Bears. That's what's all up in here. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't say that personally, go Bears, but, you know. Why not? I'm a football fan. What's I'm a team? football fan. What's your team? The team that's going to pay me next. <laughs> that's my loyalties right there. So, um, in fact, you guys been following this season. Who, who's your team? Chicago Bears. Chicago? That's right. Do you think they're going to make it? You think they can? I think we might make it. We got a good chain. We got some Carolina? Yeah. I mean, let's be what are the Bears' odds? How do you guys think they'll do against the Packers tomorrow? If we tomorrow? beat the Packers tomorrow. No, but do you think you will beat the Packers Yeah, tomorrow? I got a good – yeah, we're going to. Yeah. Hold on. What was that? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> or it used to be a little tattoo that's a big yeah, tattoo. Too many pies. Too many barbecues. <laughs> too many barbecues. Too many barbecues. But the Packers will come in fired up because it's Brent Favre night. So, you know, I know they're going to be hyped up for him. And, uh, but we're going to spoil, we're gonna spoil all of that. Too. That's no, right. Jeffries was talking. He's back in the lineup. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, we good. Yeah, yeah. We good. Yeah. We good. And I believe uh, White was supposed to be – he was practicing this week. Oh, so, man. I don't I don't know. Well, it was a game time good. decision, maybe. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Forte is back in. Forte, right. who's a customer here, right? Um, loyal customer here at the uh, bottom line. You know what? I hate to say it. I think the Packers going to put their hands on the Bears. I don't believe that. They barely won last game, okay? They barely won last game, and it was by luck. But it was I'm going to ask you, at the end of the season, I have to ask you, at the end of the season, when you look at those box scores, does it ever say barely? Mm-hmm. No, not <laughs> I'm just saying. It just says W or L. Well, I'll tell you like this. If the Bears don't beat them, I know Minnesota. So I don't pick the Packers to win the division. So, so you think the Bears are going to win the division? Well, if we don't, Minnesota's one of no, no, no. I asked you, do you think the Bears are going to win the division? Oh, yeah, of course I got to go with my team. Yeah, we're going to win the division. I'd be crazy not to say we are. Okay. Well, we already heard what you said about Zion. So we- <laughs> Once again, we're all winners. All right. So, I mean, who, who's some of the hot players right now? Because, you know, a lot of times we say you come to the barbershop, and for the, those of you that don't know, uh, especially in a community, 
community like ours. The barbershop is the place to find out everything. For like going back when I was coaching college and recruiting and things like that, if I wanted to find out who's the hot player in the area, I mean, you know, the background, who's up and coming, mm -hmm. for our community, especially a predominantly minority community, a place like this is where I went. And no just a little background. Yeah. Um, Rob's dad, the owner of the shop, used to cut my hair, work next door. We go, I mean, even Rob, just seeing the different people throughout the years. And you can find out what, what's going on. But it's a pillar part. It's the one place where you get men together. And that's why it fits for the man cave. Right. Uh, I'll post up the pictures. You'll see all the sports paraphernalia and the trophies. You know, I mean, Rob got his own like a right whole on. wall of fame and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll go. We'll go. so you got master barbers. That's and why it's called the bottom line. The bottom line. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> so real fast, um, we're gonna talk. Did any of you guys catch any games, Brent? I'm gonna introduce my brother Brent real fast. What game did you watch last week? What what team is sticking out to you? What game did you watch? Uh, well, I, I watched the Bears game. Uh, however, I am, as, as an avid Bears fan, not go. lucid enough to think that they will be uh, even remotely going to the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> so, what I would like to see, what I would like to see is an undefeated New England Patriots face an undefeated Carolina Panthers, and the Panthers step on their neck. That's what I would like to see. Cam is your, your MVP automatically. I, Cam is not getting his props like he should be right now. I'm telling you right now. So, you know, I just. So one of the things, I, before the season started, my prediction was the Cardinals versus uh, uh, either the Steelers or the Patriots, and I see it going that way that, Right now, the Cardinals is doing their thing. I think that the uh, Steelers could be a wild card team that could. I think they match up best with the Patriots in the AFC. Fitzgerald is playing a hell of a, 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 a game. Forget uh, Fitzgerald. I mean, you got to I mean, defend the field. His, this is his best season. I mean, he's, he's In years, he finally got somebody yeah, to throw finally, the ball yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carson is doing his thing. And what so. about Chris Johnson? I mean, this brother was one inch from being dead. True. Getting True. shot. Coming yeah. in, one of the top rushers, and Carson Palmer, I'm not going to lie, and I've said this many times on the show, I, USC quarterbacks have never impressed me. Mm -hmm. when, up until Carson ball, uh, balling out this past year, and then you know a couple his last year with the Raiders, mm -hmm. uh, I saw they had Rodney Pete. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rodney Pete was the only thing yeah. that they had that you can say was a good quarterback from USC that yeah. lasted a modern-day era. Right. But – you have Carson Palmer, Chris Johnson. Uh, the, the one thing I see with the Cardinals, they have a lot of depth. You can't, they're going to stretch the field vertically and horizontally. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just say, I'm going to go ahead and double up this person because you're going to get smoke coming on number 12, John Brown. Yeah. You got Jaron Brown. Even Michael Floyd has showed up. But and, on defense, man, the DBs are awesome, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, Honey Badger? Yeah, Honey Badger is doing his thing. He, he's about that life, man. Yeah, he, he's he a grown man on the football field. Mm -hmm. He could, they're pretty, what I like about it, they're pretty flexible. Mm -hmm. uh, they have Buchanan that can line up as a safety, mm -hmm. corner, and linebacker. What does Peterson play? Peterson is, he's just a lockdown corner. They're going to put him on your best player, mm -hmm. uh, play some man-to-man, -man, and it's like, what can you do? Right. And then uh, also you got, uh, watch, you have uh, uh, Johnson, 
and Rashad Johnson. And last year, he he was a Pro Bowl player for special teams, and yeah. guys are getting it going. So, I mean, that's why I picked Arizona. And Pittsburgh, you can never count Pittsburgh out. Um, you look at what they're doing. I mean. Too many injuries, man. Many but injuries. they find a way to make it back. Big Ben will be back. I mean, the poor Cleveland Browns, they so bad. They yeah, so stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. They injured Landry Jones just for Big Ben to come back and win. What's that new uh, news out on Manziel? Oh, Cleveland, yeah, and that's yeah, they we're, found, we're they actually, found tapes on them. Or we're actually gonna come back. That's a later part of the okay, story. Okay, okay. We're gonna, but yeah. hey, see, Ed, I'm, I'm glad to see somebody reading up on the stuff. Uh, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> you man. on I'm it. On it. I'm on it. So we're gonna take a quick break, and then uh, we'll be back talking about some more football. Your internet flagship station for sports. sports are you a real sports fan get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lassiter formerly with the Arizona Cardinals San Diego Chargers and St. Louis Rams Kwame's got the experience so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lassiter's sports talk it's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday Tuesday Thursday and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time 12 noon Eastern time Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to jdharris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. So, uh, we're back, and again, we're shooting, uh, sending off live from the bottom line in Gurney, Illinois, uh, hometown area. Uh, a lot of, like I said, a lot of great talent here, and uh, we're having a big uh, takeover weekend and at the barbershop. And if you need a good cut, you're gonna uh, come here, get your dye on, get your, I mean, we got a variety here, everybody doing their thing. But uh, let's get back to this talking about football, man. I'm telling you, and I've said this before football is probably one, the one sport that has the most parity of any sport, uh, professional sports right now. Any given Sunday, everybody showing up. Um, one of the teams that I'm a little concerned about, and uh, I'm going to first of all congratulate Jameis Winston. He put on a show last week versus the Eagles. Any y'all out here catch that game? 
Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. I'm not going to lie. I still felt like Jameis, I would have liked to see him go to somewhere else other than Tampa. Thought his uh, his maturation process would have been a little bit better. But, I mean, really, what's going on with the Eagles, man? Uh, Chip Kelly, the assault, got everybody out beat. Chip, Chip's about to go back to the college ranks where he can be successful again. We're, now, if you're a bet man, me personally, I said he's going to USC. What do you think? That's the only place that makes sense to me right now. Just high profile, big money. Uh, it won't look as bad going back to a program like that from the NFL. That all You can almost rationalize the and, move. And see, I always felt like when he was at Oregon, the, the kind of players that typically before Oregon was getting on the map were the guys that didn't get into USC or USC didn't take. So Chip, Chip Kelly now is – going to a state that he owned because he took those like second tier players from USC or that would have went there and they came to Oregon. Now he can go to the whole, to the source itself and just say, Hey, we're here. We're USC and get it done. Uh, it's going to be interesting too. And I think a lot of those college coaches that end up going to the NFL, it becomes a very humbling experience for them because these guys come in, they're used to being a dictator and things like that. You know, when you're dealing with grown men that get more money than you, Whereas in the college ranks, uh, it's not the same. The guys need you. You're, a lot of people know you have to get your scholarship renewed yearly. It's not a guarantee four or five years that you're still going to be under scholarship. So typically as a coach, you have some leverage. And, you know, it's different when you're talking to a boy versus talking to a grown man. And I think that's some of the things that has happened in Philly. You know, he got a lot mm-hmm. of the more demonstrative players uh, that would, hey, you know what, you're not going to talk to me kind of way. You're not going to tell me how to eat, when to eat, things like that. Whereas in college, you have leverage. I have your scholarship. You In the pros, it's like, okay, you're going to let me go? I'm going to go in your division, and you're going to see me twice a year, and we're going to do that thing on you. So, hmm. so I, I think it's, it's going to be a mass exodus out of Philly. What would you say? You uh, he's going. He's getting up out of here, man. I mean, Philly. You know, they, those fans out there are rough. And, they will uh, boo their mama. Throat. Yeah, he will. So, <laughs> you made a good point. Yeah, yeah. You made a good point. I think he he blends in with the Pac-10 or Pac-12, I should say. Period. So, well, however, if he does stay, I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, Philly make a move to go get Colin Kaepernick, who's just sitting down on the bench chilling. Uh, that'd be his kind of player. For his system, I mean, Colin has had success in that type of system. But to me, I even see him, even if he goes, I'd see a guy that's been shaken. I, I mean, my experience when I was working with the Bears, mm-hmm. I saw where Rick Meyer had came from Seattle, and he was rookie of the year. And then after his second year, they, you know, hey, he was getting beat up. And yeah. you can look in his eyes and say, see, it wasn't there anymore. Yeah. And I think when you see Colin on the sideline, well, before he got on the sideline, you could see that, that fire, that confidence, mm-hmm. that mojo was gone. He, you know. Yeah, he, I, I, I hear you, man. Well, I mean, what, is he coming up for free agency soon or what? He's trade bait. They, yeah, they, really? they're talking about trading him. Well, he, so I got to say this, and you might disagree completely with me. And I but I always do. felt that uh, – he was really a lot more hype than 
true skill. He was he's an athlete, with no doubt. Um, but if you look at, I remember when he played that first game against the Bears and just ate him up. That was the first time he played. And we were like, oh, this dude is going to be. And I just kept watching him, and I was like, I don't know if he's really going to translate into this Russell Wilson esque type yeah. dude. That's well, and, and I, I've always said that Russell Wilson is a special talent. A lot of people had Andrew Luck ranked above him. I said from the beginning to the point you've been in some of those uh, debates where. Russell Wilson had something that intangible. He had that, you know, he had a maturity. He had already been a, a pro athlete at that time, yeah. things like that. I think the thing with Colin Kaepernick is I think he benefited greatly for having a great coach and a great system. I think that uh, Jim Harbaugh was able to modify things mm-hmm. around him That's to do the things that his strengths. And, and, I, I, and I don't see that happening. And I think towards the end of last year, when things were unstable in San Fran, mm-hmm. that that kind of exposed Colin because right. it was like you know if Jim's here, we gotta give him the money. Right. Now we didn't gave right. Colin the money, right. and we really don't like Jim because we Jim's thinking I got leverage. You just gave this quarterback that you really don't like. Yeah, now he's losing a lot of uh, weapons. Uh, he lost his tight end Vernon. Uh, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis. Uh, and, and that's what I'm saying. San so, Fran is definitely in a stage of yeah. we're just gonna clear house and start over and. You know, yeah, get yeah. off the get out that uh, dead money yeah. and go from there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I, I really, I could really see uh, Colin going to uh, Philly and probably, you know, for a, a late pick, seventh round. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be a high pick, you know, mm-hmm. and you know maybe it goes up to a six if he performs well. Um, mm. Well, aren't they talking about? Uh, having to pay him too much money, though? Isn't that one of the issues right now? Yeah, but you get him there under – he'll just have one year left with – I mean, you'll have a negotiable year after this year. Wow. So you get him in, get him acclimated to your system, or, yeah, you wait till he gets cut. Either way, he I see him gone and I see Philly the destination. I can't see – So any, Philly with Chip Kelly. Philly with Chip Kelly, yeah. I mean, you make a good point. Go. Or I could say – I wouldn't even be surprised him in Denver as a backup because of what Gary Kubiak does mm-hmm. with his uh, zone-based system, uh, having some mobility yeah. with the quarterback, mm-hmm. Peyton to be gone. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, uh, give give some love to Brock Osweiler. He right. put, he put on a decent game last week, yeah. you know, and but he's still not Gary Kubiak's type of quarterback. Where Colin can now. You know, with Colin going, that holds that backside edge, so guys aren't just rushing up blitzing because you you know the naked bootleg and stuff like that is going to make defenses play honest. Right. And I think that that could be a second place if Chip Kelly is not there. Um, disagreement, agreement. Okay. I agree. Right. I agree right. with See? you. I agree. So all right. So uh, speaking about mobile quarterbacks, let's talk about uh, what's going on in Carolina. They are winning, they are gritty, they are physical, and they just don't care. Yeah, Cam, Cam is the MVP, that, like I said before. That's, that's my MVP right there. You would say sure MVP? Sure. As long as, uh, whatchamacallit, is still playing in the league, Tom Brady? Tom uh, Brady is still playing. He's still balling. No, I mean, to, to, to bring his team like that, I mean, a team like Carolina. Yeah, I think the expectations for Carolina – were mm-hmm. a lot lower. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, and, and I think with what Cam is – actually, he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. Yep. And he's been able to rally his team to kind of do the same mm-hmm. and, and buy in. And so 
I just think that fact alone has him ahead for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I think I think he became the real deal when he beat the, beat the Seahawks. That woke up everybody right there. I'll say this, uh, and I mean, and I was somewhat playing advocate because I can see it going either way. Um, the one thing I give to Cam is the fact that he did it with he's done it without quality receivers. Right. He doesn't have. I mean, his number one receiver was really a, a good number two receiver, hmm. and he's injured. Uh, Greg Olson, you know that that's where the ball's going to, mm-hmm. and really. Teams haven't adjusted. He's getting the ball to them. They're making plays, and they're winning games. And they're gritty. I mean, you lose D'Angelo Williams. You still have Stewart. But it, and let's give their defense some credit, too. The defense is shutting down people. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're flying to the ball. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll tell you, what, what they did to Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, right. that was the yeah. first time he looked human. So, and I'm going to ask you this question. Did they do that to Aaron Rodgers or did Aaron Rodgers was off because he doesn't have the weapons like a Jordy Nelson? Was it more that or was it what Carolina did? I, I'm going to say more of what Carolina did. Here's why I'm going to, going to say that. I felt the first six games of the year uh, without premier receivers, Aaron, we've always accredited him to making people around him better to making the smart decisions, to getting the ball where it needs to go, to making average people look like rock stars. But I'll say this with Aaron Rodgers, and I agree with you to that, but Jordy Nelson, especially in a system like they have, when you have a guy that's like that slot slash uh, outside receiver that is has a lot of what we call FBI skills, football intelligence skills, you lose a guy like that, that changes stuff like you know a slot receiver or a key tight end. I, I think that, but, but Jones, Jones has picked up pretty good. But Jones him. is not Jordy yeah, Nelson. No, he's not. But I'm going to say Jordy's absence has not affected them. What I'm going to say is he's been gone all season, right? And so for the first six games without him, Aaron was like, "We don't have him. I'm going to adapt. I'm going to work the magic. I'm going to have everybody talking about how I am the best quarterback or football player on the planet." He played Carolina, and they were like, "Is that Cutler?" So here's the question. I mean, we're talking about Cam. We're talking about Brady. And, I, I mean, Rodgers is a bad man, uh, as your boy Stephen A. says. But if you were to take a quarterback today, you're building a team, you're building your team, who's your centerpiece? Jay Cutler, without question. You know what? <laughs> Anybody else? I mean, who's your quarterback? You got to put Bradley in the equation somewhere. Bradley. I mean, uh, Brady. Brady. Brady? I'm sorry. We got Brady in the house? I, I, I probably would bring my team around Aaron Rodgers. Cam Newton. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Booney Max says Cam Newton. Why? Same reason oh, he voted for Barack. Because he's black. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're getting some truth in. Uh, I, I don't know if that's going to wave it. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know how much that weight, how much weight that's going to hold. But, you know, so we have. Cam, we have, you said... Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. And you said Brady? Yeah, it's Brady or Cam. I, I, it's one of the two. I mean, even though I am saying Cam should be MVP, but, but when the money is on the table, you can't, you can't put Brady down. And, and so for me, I'm, I'm torn with this. And 
it took me a while to admit this. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers just does things that you can't coach. Uh, like he has enough mobility to do what he needs to do mm-hmm. in the pocket. Mm-hmm. He's a threat down the field. I, I you know, I, I would say Oliver Russell Wilson is not. He, I think in a year or two, you have to come. You know, if they could get that stuff together and get him a receiver, he's in this argument to me. Um, but I'll say Tom Brady, what I like about Tom Brady, yet he can't run. What he does with his arm makes his inability to run very dangerous because he's not taking. Well, he also has rules to protect him, but he's not taking the shots. But speaking of taking the shots, I can go to the bathroom and uh, we're going to take a break. So we'll be back. <laughs> School to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Surfing is taking the world by storm. It's not just the sport itself, but the culture that surrounds it. From music to fashion, art and competition, Surf Talk Show is the place that will showcase it all. Your hosts are JJ and the Doctor, two surfing enthusiasts who have lived and traveled the lifestyle and culture. They'll bring you the knowledge and the entertainment that will keep you riding the wave. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. on the West Coast, 2 p.m. on the East Coast on Voice America Sports. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice of America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. So we're back, and while we're on break, uh, there's been some discussion in the barbershop, and I think some people are personally biased, but uh, we have Paul the Entertainer saying Jay Cutler. Paul, defend your, defend your stance, man. Well, I have to because all the teams you guys are mentioning have coaches that's been there for well over two and three years, and uh, also the front lines. I mean, look at the lines with the Patriots. Come on. We got look at the lines with – Everybody else, so even the, Dallas. So Look this is your de- this is your defense for Jay Cutler. If Jay Cutler did what he had to do, he wouldn't have had, he would have had one coach. Well, My thing is, he would have more players stay. Half of those sacks that he took was him holding the ball too yeah. long, bad mechanics, uh, and trying to force the ball to. One well, I got to give credit where credit is. Okay. This year, the guy has a lot of good. Rec- not, I mean, rookie receivers, pretty much, you might as well say. He's had a lot of injuries happening. And 
They've not been losing my bad. If you really pay attention. Not losing by bad. Lovey Smith got fired for an 8-8 eight eight record mm. with, with no parts. Right. With no parts. 8-8 eight eight record. So my I, don't, thing, I, don't, I, don't, I, I disagree. I don't think that's why Lovey got fired. But what I'm saying is. I think Lovey got fired because over the course of his work, they felt like they needed a change to be successful. Okay. It's, but I still think Jake Cutler – uh, is a guy that unfortunately holds on the ball way too long. And I think John Fox is doing a good job of not making him have to make plays. I think he's doing a lot of three-step throws. So it's like it's either out of your hands, you're not doing as much of the five-step, seven-step drops. Um, and I think those things are key. And I, I have to give him credit, even though, again, he's never been one of my favorites. Uh, he is playing better. But is it enough to say, hey, we're not going to make changes in the offseason? I got to ask you a question. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? You can, How you would can. you play if you have the team as record? First of all. I think he's playing excellent. I'm going to say this. Jay Cutler is playing beyond Jay Cutler. But I, as an owner or I, as a head coach, I can put my franchise on his back. And the, the reason why is he's shown at this point, he's a 30-plus-year-old quarterback. If he ain't got it by now, he ain't going to get it. The second thing is, you know, it takes thousands of hours of muscle memory. So his mechanics, when he under duress, is going to revert back to what he always does. He's going to drop the ball, throw off that back feet. Even this year, it's been times in games he's done that. And, again, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose with it. But I think for me uh, to not put my stop feeding my family or jeopardizing the organization, I've always said this. Jay Cutler reminds me of a strobe-like girl. You see her in the far away in the dark, and she's at the club, and she's looking great from across the room. But then when you get her up close, and then you really get to examine her, it's like, you know what? I'm going to pass. I'm going to the crib. I used to feel <laughs> the same way until he started winning some games. So. And I've been seeing a lot more from him. So I got a little bit of confidence in him right now. So, so. I, you know, I'd, I'd say where the Bears are right now is a true testament to John Fox. Uh, Absolutely. And I, I know the players play the game, but I would have to say I think he's done. We I think we've only lost one game that's really been a blowout. Everything else has been within three to seven points, right? Uh, and we don't have we, we, we don't have the personnel necessarily we need on defense. Um, we have had injuries, but I, I credit it to what he's done, how he's won that locker room back. Because I think if you had any of the other two coaches that we had previously, this could be very bad for Chicago right now. So that's what I hang my hat on is uh, we're building and we've started building, I guess, from the front office building versus trying to build from the field up to the front office. So speaking of building, you got we talked about a little bit. Ed started it. Man, what in the world? And normally we have a segment. And uh, we call it uh, Houston, we have a problem. The Houstons I have a problem with is your boy. I'm going to go first with Joseph Randall. You just got cut, bro. You just got cut. You stole your underwear. You stole your cologne last year. You even got a $30,000 commercial deal after you done stole some draws. <laughs> and <laughs> now you get kicked out the league and you still acting a fool? Mm. Houston, we got a problem. Wow. And then, I mean, you all know this. Touchdown, Johnny, Johnny football. You guys follow what's been going on? Yep. 
elaborate. I'm gonna give you guys a chance to elaborate a little bit. See, Johnny. <laughs> well, Johnny forgot about technology. Well, Johnny thought he right. had a circle of friends, and there was a circle of trust. You, mm. you, did you trust? Meet the parents? Yeah, exactly. Can I get a trust? It's a circle. Yeah. It's a circle of trust. Yeah. And Johnny thought everybody there drinking off that bottle with him was in that circle of trust. Right. Can you say rehab? <laughs> Can you say TMZ? <laughs> Hey, that's what happened. That's it. That's it. Johnny got a bottle. I got a check. Hey, hey. And you know my thing with Johnny, you just had the stuff with your girlfriend a few weeks ago. Right. They don't, you, you're in a position to start. I mean, Cleveland wants them to succeed because other people's jobs are on the line mm-hmm. for drafting. Mm-hmm. I mean, and also it's an audition for Jerry Jones because that's where Johnny really wants to I be. I think so. And I think that's a, believe it or not, I think it's a great place for him to be. And I, People give That's Jerry. Michael Irvin said too. I mean, but, but look, look what happened to Michael Irvin. Look what happened to a lot of those people. Who, uh, a lot of them were transformed. How I don't know how Jerry do it. I mean, but it, it gets done. And so I, I'm like, dude, you have an opportunity. Like usually is a is highlighted. And I have to say, a lot of times with the African American players, when they do this and m- mess up opportunities, this dude has had more opportunities in two years or one and a half seasons than yeah. most people yeah. at quarterback. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of times being an offensive coordinator, former mm-hmm. and quarterback coach, you want that quarterback that he's an extension of you as a coach on the field. Yeah. So this, for this dude to get this many opportunities in such a short period of time, well, you know what? You can go down the line, too, now with a bunch of players. We can start with Pac-Man Jones. But Pac-Man was a defensive player. I'm saying it's different when you're a cornerback. And when you're a QB, it's a whole different deal. I mean, it's a certain um, uh, responsibility that comes with it. Yeah. You're yeah, a marquee. I agree. I agree. This is I agree. a quarterback-driven league. Think about the people we talked about today. Mm-hmm. Who talks about interior defensive line? <laughs> I mean, can you name eight right. linemen in the league, nope, offensive nope. line? Nope. But, but to that point, I think you take more or allow more leeway because of the importance of those people on your team, um, one. And I, I really what I see, especially if you look at Johnny Manziel, to me is a, a classic case of entitlement. You know, growing up where everybody has praised him for being Johnny football and you do what you want, and now that, that doesn't translate the same in the league. Well, hey, hopefully he stays safe over the Thanksgiving break. And, again, uh, it is the holiday. I know there's a lot going on. I mean, we usually have at our family anywhere from 80 to 118 people sometimes. And this is no lie. It's playing five years in advance. Um, well, so, it'll be 119. I'm coming too. <laughs> but, you know, first of all, I want to thank you all for coming in. And there's some good movies coming out. I mean, I don't know what y'all about y'all. I'm going to have to check out Concussion, Creed. You um, see yeah, any Creed, movies? I definitely want Creed. to see. Uh, I want to see The Hunger Games too. The Hunger Games. Speaking of hunger, I'm hungry in the mug. But, man, I first of all, again, I want to thank uh, Rob and the bottom line, Booney Mag, and the rest of the Get Fresh crew. Uh, Big Swole over there. Uh, and all you guys, Paul, thanks for coming in. I, when I said Big Swole, I wasn't talking about you, Paul. Uh, but <laughs> I, so I, I saw that uh, Patty LaBelle sweet, uh, sweet potato pie. Oh, so, patty pie. 
Patty Pie. So, yeah. hey, hey, everybody, we thank you guys and uh, tuning in to the Man Cave. Have a, a happy Thanksgiving. Maurice will be taking over the show. I'll be taking off out of the country for a couple weeks. So uh, tune in. God bless. All right, we're just about out of here. But make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon.